Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Entrepreneur's Live Morning Show. Today, of my uh, co-host Anthony Pittsburgh and Tommy the Bargain Effect, and we have our special guests Shane the Rising Ground Picker and Marcy Kennedy. Good oh. morning. Hey, thanks for having us, guys. Appreciate it. You guys want to? I've been looking forward to it. You guys want to do a little intro? Sure. Yeah. Sure. You want to go first, Shane? Sure. So I'm Shane, the Rising Grind Picker, and um, basically I sell on eBay and Amazon and sell anything that makes me a buck and do it full time. So Marcy, go ahead. <laughs> My name's Marcy Kennedy. Um, I have been selling on Amazon since January um, of this year. So less than a year, uh, coming up on a year. It's been a fast year. Um, and I do sell over on eBay. Um, but since I started Amazon, about 90, well, probably about 95% of my focus goes to Amazon. So my eBay store has been hurting. Um, I, you know, I just cleaned out a bunch of inventory from eBay and, um, you know, sold it myself, um, here locally. And, uh, but yeah, so I still do dabble in eBay, but Amazon is my passion. Um, my background is I'm actually a nurse. Um, I was a nurse for 21 years and then I retired from nursing and I caught the reselling bug and, um, yeah, and if I may plug, um, Shane and I do a, um, a um, series on Tuesday evenings at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We swap channels, um, and we are all about the reselling community. It's called the Reselling Network or Reseller Network. Um, so we invite anybody and everybody who resells to join us live. Um, so you can email us at uh, the reseller network at gmail.com. Um, just a little disclosure is um, I only check it every couple days. So if I don't respond right away, I apologize. Um, but anyway, uh, we did have Nate um, every day and possibly on a couple weeks ago. That was a lot of fun. And Anthony is scheduled. Um, when was it again, Anthony? I'm pretty sure it's December 2nd. Mm. That sounds right. I, have, or, I have a big calendar right here. Or if you want to follow updates on the show, go to the Reseller Network on Facebook and join the Facebook. Yeah, group. yeah, definitely. It's free. It's Anthony's free. gonna be um, Pittsburgh's gonna be on December third. It's a Tuesday okay. again. These are Tuesday shows. I, I knew it was someone. I'm on my channel. Yeah, I have and all. My the channel is just my name. And when we do them on Marcy's and mine, verse like when we swap what we're going to start doing is like, I'm going to start taking clips of her. She's going to start taking clips of mine and we're going to start doing like an edited down version. That's cool. Like 10 minute video. And then also putting the links below, yeah. um, like your guys want to share the love, below. you know? Yep. That's we're all about growing the community and, and supporting each other, making friends, connecting. Absolutely. You guys just had Tommy and Destiny on last week, right? I know. Yep. I yep. know. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was so much fun. We ended up talking like a half an hour before, half an hour after. <laughs> yep. Poor Shane was just, he was sick as a dog and didn't even realize it. That was the first night I was sick and I didn't even know I had what I had. So it was crazy. Poor guy. Poor guy. Yes. I have all their uh, descriptions in the, in the, uh, I have their uh, links in the descriptions if anyone wants to check Thanks. out their channels. Uh, Anthony, you want to do the brownie points? Sure. Um, well, the first person I see is Justin Jacobs, brownie but points. his comment says, really? 605, Stephen? LOL, do you ever sleep in? <laughs> so I'm guessing Stephen was there first. <laughs> yeah, he, 
I I saw uh, Stevens. Uh, it's a good morning GM this morning. That uh, yeah. it was yeah seven oh five my time. Probably six oh five Justin's time. So yep. So we we have this thing uh, that Tommy and I initiated because we'd always have people jumping in super early. So we just mm. started saying, "Hey, brownie points go to this person or that person." That's so awesome. uh, we decided like a thirty day period. Whoever gets the most brownie points, we're going to send a brownie themed gift. Oh, how cute! <laughs> awesome. I love it. So we, we have like a tight race of like three people that are like really gunning for it. So <laughs> that is really cool. So today, Steven Scroggins gets it um, three hours before showtime. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> so uh, good morning, Justin. Good morning, Steven. You guys are like battling to the death over them brownies. I love it. Uh, <laughs> even Kelly, the econ mom said, man, y'all beat me. <laughs> uh, good morning, Craig. Uh, as Landshark Picker live and Landshark Picker, <laughs> he's here twice. <laughs> uh, Veronica Pest, good morning to you. Cherry Picker, good morning, Veronica. Good morning to Matt BK Vending and Flipping. Michelle Lathan, good morning to you. Eric Bischoff, what's up, my man? He's asking, did Nate's alarm wake him up this morning? Yep, Nate was up before me this morning, guys. Yeah, he was up early too. And he was up later than me last night too. Yeah, I ended up staying up till one thirty last night doing Amazon sourcing and everything else. <laughs> Steampunk Town, good morning. My flipping life. What is up, Jordan? Good to see you, buddy. Just me, Kathy. Good morning to you. DC Sales, the master of the license plate. We have Lisa C. What is up? Uh, Shamrock Pixie. What's up, Destiny? Hey, Dust. Hey, Destiny. Hey, for some reason, my live chat went away. I don't know where it went. But yeah, so like anyway, sometimes. I'm sorry. I can't see the chat. So if anybody's talking to me, sorry. I'll point it out. <laughs> if anybody wants to ask or say anything to Marcy, just tag me in it and I will relay the message. I don't know where it went. And I'm afraid to go find out because I might lose y'all. Yeah, no problem. Uh, Justin says he doesn't even care for brownies. He just wants to be first at something. <laughs> we'll send you like a cookie themed does that mean yeah. he's normally last at everything? <laughs> I don't know. If, if you're not first, you're last. Right. I don't know, except for the Amazon game. If you're the last, you're the winner. I guess that's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Last out makes the most money. There was an item that I was like around the middle of and made good money on it still. And I found mm -hmm. one in my inventory on my crazy shelf over here and I sent it in and it's like 10 or $12 more now. Isn't that uh, nice? Yeah, like, there, there was something um, that I bought. It was some kind of filter. Um, I don't know, for some water bottle that was discontinued and we know that Shane loves his discontinued items. Um, but um, yeah, these filters and it was a package of three they were you know special filters for these water bottles and i had picked them up when i started on ebay for 250 each um at walmart and i had just sold a couple here and there but i mean i had to mark that price down because i just wanted to get them out of my house and i had even marked them down to like 295 or something ridiculous plus shipping you know i was going to end up eating money um and then i had somebody reach out to me um and say hey could you send me three of these with you know, free shipping if I pay you this much. And it just kind of, for some reason, like a bell went off in my head. This was just a couple of months ago. 
and I pulled them out and I scanned them into Amazon and I was like, son of a bitch. And they were selling in the twenties <laughs> on Amazon. I was like, I'll bet you that's somebody like Shane that goes onto eBay and is looking for low dollar items <laughs> to flip on Amazon. <laughs> so I ended up sending mine. I think I only had like eight. I sent them into the warehouse and I was like, hallelujah. Yep. I made some cash and those bad boys sold fast. Yeah. Well, and people don't know that, like, I love going to Walmart in January or the end of January and buying all the clearance Christmas toys and I just hold them. Yeah, I, well, and, I've changed over my business model over the last couple of months that yep. things I get on clearance at, at Walmart, I'm like, I'm not putting the money out unless if I'm willing yep. to hold it. Well, and I don't even buy clearance toys, but I went last year and bought like $1,400 in clearance toys. And I got these smushy, mushy things. Uh, they were the blind. That your daughter bugs, loves. And they were unicorn shakes. And they were like 50 cents to a dollar a piece. Mm -hmm. I picked up like 150 of them. And I just said, I know these are going to be good. They had a killer rank. Um, oh, I cannot wait till January they, clearance. They I'm were like about that. 50 cents in profit. I held them until June, sent them in. And was making $15 per two-pack on them. Mm -hmm. so Not surprised. It's awesome. Not surprised. I think Amazon's a lot about knowing when to hold and when to send. Yep. You know, which is where that those keep it charts come into play, right, Nate? Those right, keep it exactly. charts that we love. Yep. You know, because there's there's items that I have in right now that historically, you know, they've sold in the 90s. And some people are price tanking. They're spanked, so if anybody's mm. interested. Um it, it is a, it is uh, you have to get a gated for Spanx, but historically they've sold in the nineties, 94, 50. And, um, you know, there's some that I have in there now that, you know, people are selling as low as $25 and I'm like, really people really. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just holding my price because historically I know that that's where they've sold before. Well, and the Keepa is like the best thing for Keepa is like, if you, if you find a replenishable and Amazon's in on that replenishable, this is the fourth quarter, so this is like the best time to look for outs, which is like when Amazon runs out of stock. Right. So Amazon normally has a four-week lead time, but if they go beyond four weeks, there's two things that you have to understand. They're probably not going to replenish, and if they don't replenish, no one's going to sell it. So if they're like six, seven, eight, nine weeks out, Mm -hmm. And they still haven't replenished that thing that they always go in on. They're probably not gonna get back in on it. Ah, so that's a good tidbit. It's normally four to five week lead time, so that's what you got to understand. Mm -hmm. You know, you can really you can get a lot of info from those keepa charts. Absolutely, yeah. There's so much to learn from those keepa charts. Yeah, um, full time FBA has really good information on keepa charts. If anybody wants to learn more, I mean, there's so much more that I could ever teach. Yeah, bundles is going to be my new thing. Uh, I'm going to start looking for after Christmas when I have a little more time and stuff like that. Uh, Mommy income is really good to follow for bundles. Okay. Mommy income. Because if you don't have a uh, UPC or whatever, you can buy them on uh, on eBay as well. You have someone was talking about. I think you could buy like a hundred of them for like ten bucks or or something like that or. Something, I think something. doesn't Amazon, I, I could be wrong because I haven't done bundles, um, but I think Amazon has like a preferred network of somebody to buy UPC <laughs> from. 
Yeah. Yeah, they they referred me to somebody. Wrong, but I don't, you know, I don't want to give you bad information, but Yeah, they referred me to some company. I can't remember. It was a few months ago, so it's uh, I don't remember off the top of my head, but But if you're going to be doing a lot of bundles, you know, it's, you know, per UPC, it's like, you know, three bucks or, you know, whatever it is, it would be well worth it. Yeah. You know, initially up front, of course, if you're buying a hundred, you know, that, you know, that's a big chunk change. But if you know, you know, that you're going to be doing 300 bundles. Right. Or a hundred bundles. Yeah. Right. That's, that's what I mean. Like, uh, you know, like for me, I'm probably just going to, Dabble a few, try a couple different things. Because mm-hmm. yeah, as I'm on Amazon, does really well with bundles from Dollar Tree. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I've sold bundles from Dollar Tree on the dish towels and like um, bundle a pot holder with a dish towel and stuff like that. And I've done okay on those. Um, not like huge profit items, but the bundles do like three, four dollar profits. You know, so yeah. Yeah, well, you know, Shane and I are on the same page about the Dollar Tree is, you know, they're, they're generally small products and you just stick them in with your shipment and it helps pay for the shipping, you know, to get the rest of your inventory to the warehouse. Right. You know, there's, there's one item that, you know, I pick up for a buck and, you know, I sell 60 of them a month. That's 60 bucks right there for, you know, one replenishable from the Dollar Tree. I crushed it, though, on I found a book at Dollar Tree last year. It was a Disney book. Nice. And so Dollar Tree, while a lot of people don't understand, they buy closeout products. And this book was a Costco product. And they were buying them from Costco, just overstock. Mm-hmm. And I was buying them for a dollar and I was throwing them in FBA used and selling them for like sixteen to seventeen ninety nine. Sweet. And it sold every single time it hit the warehouse. Sweet. Yeah, that was gonna be one of my questions for you. When you buy your books from Dollar Tree, do you send them as and is used every time. Yep. So you just answered that. Thank so you. you said used. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I have some books from the Dollar Tree that um, the price is tanked. So I'm just holding them to see if they rebound. But, you know, for a buck investment, you know, if you know historically it did well before, you know, for a buck investment, you have three or four of them. Why not? Mm-hmm. It's not like they take up too much space. Here's a question for you guys. Have you noticed that Amazon sometimes takes a while to ship something once it's like showing ordered on your app? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of times it's related to um, how quickly does the customer pay? Okay. Gotcha. You know, it, that, yeah. Or their, their option of shipment too. Sometimes they can go with the slower shipping uh, of an item or if it's in back order. Like if you have inventory that just hit the warehouse and then has to go mm-hmm. all over, that's a good point. It will sit yeah. there until either they can intercept it and ship it out or whatever, or it has to get to its final landing spot. Then they pull it, then they ship it. So you might have things on there. I've I've had things on there. It's at a month, yeah. um, you know, and I don't know if it's because of payment or what. They don't tell you. And if you go to your canceled or pending, you know, you can see if the cancels how the, the the orders that dropped off or if it's pending still, it's, it's possibly still could get sold yeah. or it's still. And, you know, it's pending the Yeah, another thing too is customers can choose a date to have it delivered if they want. Oh, you know, yeah. I don't know if it's on all products, but I do know, you know, that there's there's some products they can. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, the customer might be out of town or something, might not be back till you know two weeks from tomorrow. So they might, you know, say, hey, deliver it then. Um, yeah. But yeah, if you have any particular questions, I've done it before. Just, um, um, you know, do you know how to message seller? service or seller what is it seller support 
Anthony. I just message Nate, so not really. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, if you ever, if you want, if you ever want help to message um, seller support, just you know, give me a holler. I will. Um, it, took me, it took me a while to figure it out, especially mm -hmm. as a new seller. I'm freaking out, going, "Oh my god!" You know, like <sighs> one of my one of my stories is the very first shipment that I sent in to Amazon. They freaking lost the shipment, and it's like. I just sent out hundreds of dollars of inventory and it went where like it was showing nowhere uh, you know, showing that it was received and that was it. And I had no idea what to do and I didn't know how to contact um, seller central. And, you know, my friend um, um, Lou hustles, you know, thank God I had his number calling him freaking out, you know, but yeah, it took me a while to figure out how to contact uh, them. I want to say this. I prefer Amazon lose all my shipments because then you get burst and then yeah. you don't pay taxes. You're like, Oh my God. No tax. You don't, you don't you understand. Free, and then, you get a free yeah. payment. Yeah. And then when I, when I, you know, contacted them, of course they're like, you know, send us your invoices. I'm like, what invoices? I don't have invoices. I have receipts and lose like receipts are fine. Receipts are fine. <clears throat> Thank God. You know, that's funny. That that was the quickest flip in the history of Amazon. A whole, yeah. <laughs> a whole, a whole case or multiple cases is lost. It was crazy. Perfect yeah. day. That that would be like the best day ever. I'd be like, oh, time to yeah, go. Yeah. Now I'd be like, woohoo! Don't have to wait for that stuff to sell. Don't have to be worrying about that and keeping up with the repricer and you know all that other yeah. stuff. Because yeah, the only thing you'd have to do is just wait for the. It's like thirty to forty-five days for them to process your uh, reimbursement payment and. I don't yeah. even know if it's that long. Sometimes it's not. See, I use I use that that third party company called Seller Bench, and so with them, I get my in payments like ten days or so because they will like set the ticket up and send it to Amazon saying, "Hey, we need this payment. We need this payment. We need this payment." And you know they have a law firm and everything that manages stuff, so Amazon tends to pay out pretty quick when you use them. I have to look into that again. I, and, I look, it's literally, they just take a percentage of whatever they get you. Like you don't pay anything up front, like twenty five percent. Do they help you with um, inventory that you've received back damaged? Everything. Yeah, they do everything. that. I think they do uh, shipping weights too. They yep. they look into. Yeah, they they look into everything that they can get you a reimbursement on. They look into it. Anything, anything possible. Yeah, with the shipping weights, I have um, like back to those spanks. Actually, um, I have you know they're all little because they fit in tiny poly bags, and then I have one that you know the metrics or the you know cubic foot or whatever is like way out of whack, mm -hmm. and I've messaged them on that. So I just mes messaged them the other day. I haven't heard back yet. Yeah, I've been using Seller Bench for four or five months, about mm -hmm. five months. And everything's been good. Good. But you got to be careful. A lot of those companies, when you use them, you hear people getting suspended and they, and it happens because what happens is those companies will have bots and they just attack Amazon with all these things uh, and open up all these tickets. Well, seller bench, it's actually real people and you get an account manager and he manages your account and sends in the reimbursement. So it's actually a real person doing it gotcha. and uh, they have a really great <laughs> reputation in the Amazon community. 
Yeah, I might have to. I might have to get that. I've been like thinking it, about it and not. It's really. good, dude. And, and guess what? Like when you set it up, it'll it'll assess your account. So it took three days for it to read my account for the initial setup, and I had thirty five dollars in reimbursements to get like right off the bat. Yeah, right now they I have uh fifty six ninety seven for four things that were lost or damaged in FBA warehouse. Yeah, you need to get Seller Bench set up, man, and just get that initial setup going and you'll be golden. It, it takes the it takes the issue out of you doing it. You don't have to look at all your shipments and see if they've all been received and takes all the hassle out of it. Yeah, because yeah. Amazon, there's a lot of back office work that goes into it. You know, I mean, everybody talks about, you know, you, you ship it in and, you know, they kind of give you the feeling you just ship it to the warehouse and you forget it. You don't. Yeah. You know, every day I'm, you know, checking my inventory, whether it's a price alert or stranded inventory or what does, yeah. you know, what needs restocked, you know, things like that. And, you know, what you're saying, Shane, is, you know, that, you know, there's, you know, with the reimbursements, it's a whole other level, especially yeah. trying to figure out how to get reimbursed if you know there's an issue. Yeah. And well, and the thing is, is like they take 25 percent of whatever they get you and they draft it out of your bank account. And then they give you the re and then you get the reimbursement. So it's yeah, you're like uh, outsourcing. Yeah, and your... it's like for twenty five percent, I'm not going to see that money anyway because I'm not going to go after the reimbursement. So it's either pay the twenty five percent and get the reimbursements or not. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Speaking of which, I just signed up and set up my account with it just now. Awesome, Good man. I just they, sent, they'll I sent... ask you um, and and the next couple steps like after they approve it they'll ask you like for your bank account stuff and then they'll put in like two deposits of, in your bank account. And then you just got to confirm the deposits to set it up. Yeah. I just did the lot or I did the one <laughs> step where I had to add uh, my case manager to my uh, your, thing. Your token. Yep. Yeah. I, I, you won't be sorry, man. It's a good service. It really is. Yeah. Like, you know, especially with me, like I, I just don't have time to, to dive in on stuff like that. You know what I mean? And really, research it's a little bit of fee you know we talk about a lot of you know us talk about like you know yeah you know how much is your time worth and and you know is it worth paying you know x amount for things that would save you time where for me i mean you know it it, it is because you know i i do so much with ebay and, and amazon together you know on top of my job and everything else it, it yeah. makes it so tough so you know, having something that's going to have my back. That's the main thing. Like, yeah, it's going to be there and whisper nice things in my ear that everything will be okay and, <laughs> and, and send me money. money. Right. Exactly. Like, I don't have to be on top of things and look at right. reimbursement stuff and count the days down. Like, okay, this person didn't send this back. Uh, can mm -hmm. I get paid now? Right. You know what I mean? Well, now I have these people. So, and I try to log into Seller Bench like once a month or well, about once a week, maybe because they will ask you questions in your in your toolbar like hey who gave this refund did you give this refund or did amazon give this refund and they will ask you questions and then you just answer them for the week and then they start more reimbursements do you think that amazon will ever start blocking like the repricers and like all of these outside um, things that people use to kind of get an advantage Mm -mm. No, they make money off of them. Um, okay. I guarantee you those companies have to pay Amazon to connect to their API. 
Um, well, my theory is is that it, you know, Amazon always wants to be the lowest price. They, you know, it's always customer first, right? So they always, you know, yeah. want the lowest price for the customer. And so having repricers just it creates competition. Yep. You know, otherwise, honestly, <laughs> I might just go in and set a price and leave it and forget it for a year. Oh yeah. Absolutely. It it creates a lot of competition. Yeah. I I just don't think they will. Repricers have been around on Amazon for since the dawn of FBA existence. I mean, as soon as FBA was created, companies started jumping on, let's sell repricing service, let's sell this service. Now it's, it's evolved a lot because back in the day to get engated, people were like just making invoices up and get engated. Now they, 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 they will suspend you for life if you do that. But back in the day, it was like the medieval times when the FBA first started, and now it's evolved a lot. You know. Yeah. Plus, Amazon uses a repricer too. Really, I mean, if you think about it, the, oh yeah. If you, if you knock down your price below an Amazon price, here they come with the with yeah. the price match. I'm sure, they have the best repricer of them all. Right. There's, there's like yeah, uh, that bad boy is busy. Yeah. <laughs> There's called like price tanker 101 or 1000. <laughs> Dude, if you if you like drop them a penny and under them, they're like tanking you're like thirty dollars lower than you, right? Yeah, because there was a there was an item I was selling, and the, uh, the FBA seller was under, which usually is a good sign. Like if it's more than a penny, or you know if it's like thirty cents or twenty cents or five cents, whatever, that's usually a good sign, you know. So mm-hmm. I bought an item, sent it in. Next, you know, I looked on the other day and. Amazon decided, hey, I guess Nate sent this in, so uh, we better start, uh, you know, crushing the price. So, yeah, do you on. ever feel like Amazon's out to get you? Like they right. just pick on you, right? That's the way I feel sometimes. I'm like, leave me alone. You know, they'll send me like 20 price alerts in one day and tank all my prices. And yep, yeah, I'm just like, oh, for the love of God. <laughs> I should have sent them an email. Sometimes, what's that? I really think Amazon's out to get you sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I think I think a lot of it is survival of the fittest. You know, we were talking to you know before the show started about you know the stamina it takes to stay on Amazon. I do. I really yeah. do. I, you know, from the from the very start of you know even your application, it's survival of the fittest. Hey, Destiny. Hello. Hey. Hi, honey. Let's see your cool mug. Is that Deadpool? It sure is. Oh, that's awesome. Nice. I love, love it. Deadpool. I love Deadpool. Love Deadpool's awesome. I love Deadpool too. I'm drinking I'm drinking my, my morning tea out of my cup of courage. I'm drinking <laughs> Huck's coffee gas station because I didn't want to make it. <laughs> we we didn't have to make our coffee. Our daughter made it for us this morning. Awesome. Nice. Not sure if it's too weak or it's too strong. I haven't figured it out yet because she kind of she made our cups and it's a little creamerish. <laughs> hey, there is no such thing as too strong of coffee. There's a lot of creamers, so I'm not sure if it's either way. So my wife would call my coffee sometimes I'd make uh she'd call it motor oil. Mm-hmm. It'd be that it'd be that like potent with coffee and yeah, you know, it would well, look I, like motor oil. When my parents come over to my house, they won't they don't drink coffee at my house. They want to go out and get coffee because they say it's too strong. I'm like, oh, <laughs> well, in the afternoon, sometimes I'll make myself an iced coffee. Mm. Um, 
and so I'll use like, you know, whatever's left over from the pot in the morning and, you know, lots of ice and sugar and milk and stuff like that. Um, and then I'll take, I have, um, I don't remember the name brand, but it's instant espresso. So I'll take a couple mm. of scoops and throw that in there too. Whew, nice pick me up. Yeah, didn't your grandma used to make coffee to where the spoon would stand up? Yeah, it was like mud, man. <laughs> uh, uh. Yeah, the bottom would be the worst. Like it would, it would make my like hair on my back like just stick out. <laughs> <laughs> it would give you that like tingle at the end. <laughs> Zing! That's awesome. I'd be running around the house packing shipments. <laughs> just something crazy, in my coffee. So, Nate, did you put up a comment that we missed? Someone said that they, uh, hear me. Kelly said something about she hates when they, uh, when they gate items after, after your inventory is at the warehouse. I just had a couple things. Uh, I guess they went back and looked at some listings and changed the category on some items because I had about five items that I sold most of them. I had like one lingering that they made me send back and I couldn't get, uh, and gated with and, then I actually sent in 10 of an item, which, you know, same thing. I was ungated and they told me to send them back. So, yeah, no, no big deal. That right, happened boy. with me with uh, DKNY bras, you know, which are not cheap. Um, I had three of them and I was fine to send them in and they got there and they processed them and they're like, oops, you're gated. I was selling these toys right here, Power Rippers. I bought them from Ollie's and I was selling the crap out of them. And I was the margins were like 45, 50%. And I and they were a little higher rank and they gated me. And I was selling them for four months. They mm -hmm. gated me after four months and I had to recall 40 of them. Wow. Yeah. Now, when you recall 40 of them, because I've only had to recall like I think one time and I, I can't remember what the cost is. If you can if you could pull 40 of one item or 10 of one item, what do they charge you? 50 cents. Uh, 50, 50 cents. cents. An item. I thought one time I sent back five or five an item or ten an item. And they just charged me fifty cents because it was in all in one box. No, no, it's fifty cents an item. It used to be twenty five cents. And on the show last night, I'm like, oh, it's twenty five cents an item. And Lucy was like, no, it's fifty. I'm like, when the hell did that go up? Like, they're always changing stuff. And yeah, I didn't even know that. It's change. been a while because it's, it's always been fifty cents um, since I've been doing it since January. So it's been yeah. a while. And it's fifteen cents to have it destroyed now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I swear, I, I had one item that they sent five. It was like, I don't know if it if it was a glitch and just went through or what, but I swear it was only only charged me fifty cents one time on that. <laughs> Maybe you got off easy. Maybe you got off easy on that. Amazon. They better fear the beard. <laughs> don't say anything. Alexa's gonna hear you. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm I want one of those. <laughs> uh, they, one my parents my have one. They're pretty cool, yeah. Yeah, I I have um I have two and then we're talking about getting the the one with the you know with the big screen that you basically have like it's almost like video conference calls mm -hmm. on or whatever. Yeah. We're talking about getting that too. Yeah. We do so many like we do you know, with you know, you could use it I believe with like YouTube and stuff as well and, and uh and if you're doing like uh, chats, like me and me and my wife talking, like while I'm at work and stuff like that, she can use it as she's cooking or doing whatever she's doing with the kids. So it's like hands free, and I could see what the kids are doing. So 
Lisa, Lisa C, I want to point this out. She says, that's why Amazon makes me queasy at times. I'm not totally the master of my own domain. Mm-hmm. So yeah. let me kind of explain this. You're not. And Amazon puts that up front. Now, the difference is on eBay, you're still not the master of your own domain, but they make you think that you are. <laughs> so that's the difference. They're just upfront about it. Yeah. Yes, they are Amazon's customers. They are not yours. But I did notice, though, when an Amazon customer damages your item, somehow it suddenly becomes your customer because you have to eat the cost of that. Right. Yeah. Luckily, I haven't had too much. I'm not going what I've been pretty lucky. I haven't had too much, you know, stuff that was damaged or whatever. Yeah. And if I did, I just sold, sold it on eBay. But uh, yeah, I have like you know. somebody sent back, you know, a package of like five razors, and of course, they returned four of them. You know, it's like things like that that you're like, okay, somebody just took out the one, really, mm. you know. And it's, but you know, as the seller, I gotta eat that cost. Like even as a uh, someone who's just you know, trying to get free stuff or whatever, just having to go through that process just for one razor would not be worth it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or somebody like um, just returned a bra to me and it, you know, they had broken the strap. I'm like, seriously, the tag is still on it. For a few days and they're like, here you go. Eric Bischoff asks if I have, uh, she says, uh, they said, uh, Eric says, Shane, have a college degree question mark. How did you get into reselling? Um, so I have a bachelor's in criminal, criminal law and an associates in criminal justice. And then I'm about, uh, if I wanted to go back to school, I'd be about 15 to 20 uh, semester hours away from a master's degree. But I do won't it, Shane, do it, do it. You're so no, close. No, no, I won't go back. Um, but um, that's like me I, saying, I want to go back to being a nurse. I know I spent. Um, <laughs> so here's kind of like how I got into reselling. I spent two or three years in law enforcement. I spent 10 years in corporate retail and asset protection. And when I first started out going to school, I was working in a factory and got laid off. So I started buying storage units full time. Didn't even know it was a thing back then. I was just doing it for money and was selling stuff on eBay. And so since 2005 ish, I've sold off and on on eBay. And about five years ago, I had a really crappy corporate retail job and we were really or well, actually probably more, a little bit more than that. Now um, we were really like upside down in debt had a lot of debt. And so I started like hitting reselling hard and then got into the community from there. It was probably about seven years ago now, but. Another person's uh, lady Lux junk said she's frustrated with FBA. Why is it so hard? I feel dumb. When you Absolutely. Find part of her- I feel yeah. you. How long have you been doing it? Here's another, the other part of it. She lost inventory. How the heck do you figure out what they will reimburse you? It didn't even cover my co- uh, cost of purchase. Right. I mean, from from what I've had uh, experience with, they would, like, if I had something that went straight to the, you know, I'm shipping it, goes to the warehouse, and it gets damaged or whatever, they reimburse me for my, mm-hmm. uh, cost of the item that I would set at, you know, at the time of it getting damaged. Um, that's usually why I send stuff in out with my repricer. I'll set it up a little bit higher than where really where I, 
you know, think it's going to be sold at or whatever. And then I put in my minimum maximum price for my repricer. So once it, you know, hits the warehouse or whatever, the, uh, the reimbursement fee will be higher because I set my initial price higher. So I kind of yeah. finagle the system like that sometimes. That's a good idea. I, I do the same thing. When yeah, I, I don't know how they thing. figure out how much they're going to reimburse you. It's, I think, you know, whatever the market value is. Yeah, they're supposed to take the cost of like, it's kind of a deduction of like what the price is currently at and what you sent your <coughs> merchandise in at. But Lady Lady Luck Junk, if you need anything or have any questions, contact me. I met her at eBay Open in person. She's a she's an awesome person. Yeah. Very, very awesome. Yeah, and she said that she's only been selling since February. So I've been in since January. And I I I totally feel you because there's some days I just feel dumb. I really do. And I'm like, I'm you know, I have a couple degrees and everything, and I'm like, I am just not that stupid. <laughs> I really that stupid. There's another question for you, Shane. Again, survival you of the fittest is my recipe for Amazon. So I worked in the Chicago district and I worked for I worked two and a half years at Target. I worked in the Chicago district and it was um oh man. It wasn't very it wasn't that long ago, it was probably in the last four years. So I was in the I was in the Chicago district for the first year, and our our region realigned, and then we were in the St. Louis, Missouri district for the for the the other year and a few months. I was there. She said they're selling for seventy three. They lost four hundred twenty seven dollars. That's crazy. Out of a beeswax. I would, I would call them. Uh, I would yep. call customer service and uh, explain to them, look, uh, these are selling at $73. Yeah. You know, I sent them in, you know, you guys got to do better than 27 bucks a piece, or I hope it's not for all four. That's what you meant. Hey, but that's why I use seller bench. Cause they fight for that stuff. Yeah. I just, I just signed up. So I'm just waiting for uh, some deposits to come through and I'll be fully uh, functional with them. Lady Luck Junk, I would a hundred percent recommend Seller Bench signing up just so you don't have to deal with this crap. And if they can't get it for you, then you take the L and move on. But that's companies like that are built to help you get your fullest reimbursement possible. Yeah, they don't make money unless if you get reimbursed. And Amazon has been known to shortchange people. They've been known to not pay people reimbursements. They've Steal been inventory. To, like, like it happens. Now, you know, I just started Seller Bench now. How far back will they go back and look? Will I they think go it's back? like a year. Oh, well, I'm covered all the way then. Awesome. I, yeah, I think you're covered all the way. I think I think it's almost up to a year. Yeah, I think you're covered all the way. Bombastic, very fantastic. I think when you started Amazon uh january uh middle of january okay so the, so we're on the same timeline yeah i think it was either the 15th or the 22nd something okay. like that i started at the end of the month like towards the end of the month but nate you'll have to um leave your computer running for a while because it took like two or three days for them to, to actually access my whole account so they just went through and they have these things that they have to act like not access but they have to read and it took like two or three days for them to like initially read everything 
all the uh, they they did that like i i initially looked into having them do this like a few months ago yeah and i went through that process of them you know oh. have, basically having to go back to me so that process should be over or they just have to do a smaller batch because yeah it's not the whole period you should be good Nice. Don't give up. Part, Don't give up, Lady Lug Junk. It, get, it gets easier. There's people like us that will help you and, and make sure. She mm -hmm. said for all four, she got 27 bucks. Damn. You know what? I quit Amazon because I was fed up. Keep that in your keep that in mind. I quit. But you started again. <laughs> you got back in the good. saddle. You went you went through a through a funk for how long? A year and a half or something? A year and a half, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like with me, like with the, with the reimbursement things, like I, I'm pretty, you know, I, I always check my accounts, look at all my stuff, make sure that, you know, I do get paid back. A lot of it for me, one of these seller branches, the shipping end of it, you know, the, the, the weights and stuff like that to make sure it's right and someone... Uh, Merch fulfill isn't just messing with some of the weights after I send it in or whatever. So this way they have an advantage over me because they know that the higher that price is or the bigger the item is, the more fees it's going to cost me. So I'm not able to make as much money or, you know, uh, or so, be. Yeah, I never thought you know, about that before. That's a good point. That's part of the reason why I want to have them kick in and uh, and look yep. at stuff. And, and it kind of, you know, it, it just gives me. I like things that at the end of the day, you know, they have my back. Like I said, like they basically make it sure that, Hey, I got this covered plus all this other stuff. So if it costs 25% of or 20 or 25% of whatever, you know, all that covers, it's well worth it because first of all, they're going to make sure that I get all my money where on some things I might not even get it. Yep. So that payment of that stuff is going to get covered by just a couple things that, you know, oh. They're getting taken. And that 25% is tax write-off. Yeah. 100%. So you're getting your money back either way. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, because Amazon doesn't have your back. Somebody's got to. Right. You know, seller bench, you, you take their 25% fee and you tax it and you write it off on your taxes and then you're saving what you're paying in. So it's kind of a, you're kind of getting Gosh. that back on the back end anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just not in cash form. Yep. And when you sell on Amazon, you gotta have stuff to take write-offs because if you don't, <laughs> it's gonna be bad. It's gonna be bad. Right. I know uh, Anthony and Tommy's uh, new into the Amazon game. You guys, uh, I'm sure you guys have a couple things you might want to ask mm -hmm. or questions or whatever. Well, I'm so new, I haven't even sourced product for it yet. So I'm, I'm just absorbing. I just, you know, I just got the approval. I didn't want to go out and buy a bunch of stuff and then, with my luck, for some reason, not get approved. So. Oh, you got approved? Yeah. Awesome. Yep. Congrats. That's awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. Yep. I'm all set to go. Now I just got to go source. Mm -hmm. Yeah. With, with me, I'm just still trying to find like pretty much my footing like i haven't found like a at least i don't think nate knows what i'm selling like, i don't think i found like a solid replenishable yet or anything like that so i'm just kind of getting my feet wet with like learning what i can and can't sell and pretty much like i haven't been like instantly ungated for anything yet either i've tried and i keep getting that you need to 
you know, have some kind of an invoice. But uh, what what I plan to do is with my uh, next, uh, like, because I've I've taken out a uh, PayPal working capital loan to help me scale my eBay business, uh, which which is working great. Um, I'm like about halfway paid off with it now. Good. I haven't made any like extra payments. It's just out of like the 15% of my sales. Uh, my next one, I'm actually going to take out to get into some wholesale uh, to help me get ungated and different Amazon stuff and to also kind of continue to bolster what I'm doing on eBay as well. So I plan to start a second uh, a niche um, store on eBay as well for like uh, trading cards and Pokemon, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, just because I, I've done really well selling that stuff online and my inventory is pretty much depleted at this point and without going and, you know, uh, being able to source like the yard sales and stuff for that right now, it's, you know, it's getting a little farther and fewer between, but I know I can basically buy the stuff at wholesale, crack open all the boxes and sell stuff. And I know pretty much the going rate on all that stuff. So, um, I'm going to do that wholesale, but I'm also going to use probably half of it to, um, start getting some wholesale contracts for Amazon as well. Good for you. That sounds like an awesome plan. Are you selling used books as well? Uh, you know what? I, I really haven't gotten into the used books yet. Um, I, I plan to though. Good. Um, Good. I full transparency. I've pretty much just been sourcing, you know, like Walmart, Target, Dollar Tree. Um, when you start out, I mean, that's not a bad thing. Yeah. When you do get into books, take Shane's advice because I didn't and I did not do well in books. Take Shane's advice for Scout IQ. I think that's yep. the name of it, right? Yep. Is that the one Craig made? No, that's no. Um, that uh, goes with uh, a guy named Caleb Roth made it. Okay. And uh, it's just just for scanning books. Okay. Yeah, and it's it. I would have done much better had I used that tool. Okay. Sales asks. Uh, she said, I asked Tiffany, but Shane, what do you do when you are sorting and the product is in an odd category that doesn't normally show up? All right. So a couple different methods you could do. Um, Amazon's not against secondary listings. So you can make a secondary listing and put that secondary listing in the right category. Or here's what I like to do. You can set up a ticket and tell them it's in the wrong category and why, and Amazon has to move it. Yep. I did that with the light bulbs I sourced. So I bought all these light bulbs last year and I got so much grief. People are like, you're going to be stuck with those. You're an idiot. Like I got so much grief for them. Well, they were a 500,000 rank light bulb. They were in the arts and crafts category. So I bought uh, 300 packages or 400 packages. I sent them all in and then I changed the category through the seller central set up a ticket into lighting. And as soon as I changed the category, half of the people on the listing got suspended or not suspended. They got, they, they couldn't sell the product. They got restricted because a lot of people are restricted in lighting. That almost happened to me. I and sold the exact light bulb you're talking about. That light bulb that I did that with became the number one listing on Amazon. So it went from 500,000 rank to the number one listing mm -hmm. in lighting on Amazon. Yeah, you, and you know, you even need to be careful with um, the sub, 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 sub categories. Like I have um, ladies workout shorts, you know, and they're in under 
denim shorts and nobody's going to freaking find them. <laughs> those light bulbs? So it's like, you know, then you have to go through and, you know, change it over. Those light bulbs were selling like crazy. Like I made a ton of money off that and, you know, it was just a good buy, but you got to kind of look at like the whole story why an item isn't selling why the rank is way it the way it is and will it get better if you do this change mm-hmm. yeah, it was funny because i bought the that was my first big score buy right mm-hmm. i went to anthony's uh walmart out in Toronto. Mm-hmm. i found 40 or 50 light bulbs so i sent them in one sold so i'm like yes like this is when I'm first new, so getting a sale was big to me, like back then. So I got I, one sold, so I'm like, good, I'm gonna start selling the rest of them. Next, you know, like I'm at work, or I'm, I'm just walking into work. I click on the check the price or whatever, and mm-hmm. and after the one sold, it said um, it brought up the dogs. When I clicked the link to check mm-hmm. the thing, and I'm like, what in the heck is going on here? So I called seller support. I'm like, uh, hey, I, I apologize for that, man. <laughs> yeah. So I called and they're like, oh, well, we had to fix the listing. Um, so on and so forth. Um, and I was like, I, it says I need uh, qualifications to sell it. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, you need to send an invoice or whatever. So I sent them the Walmart receipt because I'm new. I just figured mm-hmm. what the heck I'll try. Did it work? It worked. Dude, that's that's awesome. I sold all those light bulbs. And I don't know if I just got someone that was new at Amazon or it was luck or whatever, but sometimes I that does work. If they ask for an invoice, the receipt sometimes works. Yeah, yeah it was a I tried receipt. that one time. It didn't work for me, so it doesn't always work. <laughs> it was it was forty light bulbs, you know, all in receipt by itself. Like I made sure to like a, you know I was really yeah. you know strict on my like personal versus that because Mm -hmm. i had a feeling that something was going to happen with these things because Mm -hmm. not that i didn't trust your information but i figured okay there's 40 people on this listing something's going to happen to this or whatever my luck like so i better have my ducks in a row and make sure my you know my my receipts or whatever so but yeah that was uh that was one of my first good scores that uh yeah that i had and that was you know one of the items that you you told us about uh I don't know if I was in the Patreon or was if it was in the that was right on a video. Before. Yeah, it was yeah. just I put out a video on it and people yeah. were crazy buying them. But see, I did that and I had, I had already sent them in. So I was like, you know, if people come in and they think, I don't care. It's the number one listing and lighting. Like, And it took a while because when I sent them in and it changed, people started tanking the price. So I'm like, watch this. And I tanked it all the way down to like eight bucks a box. And there was like 10 people that followed. Well, I went back up on the price. Yeah, I did too. Sold out. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. So yeah, literally, I'm a thirteen ninety nine for mine or something the, like the that. Price rebounded after like twenty four hours, and it started just selling like like mad fire. Yeah, I wish I wish I knew about the uh, what was that uh, AMZ Scout stock that. Uh, Yep. I heard about on Marcy's channel the other day. Yeah. That was one of the first I watched a couple of videos before that, but that was one of the first videos I watched of her and I got that information. For anybody who does Amazon, make sure and check that out. It's a Chrome mm-hmm. extension. It will show you everyone's uh, stock, which is amazing because then you can know, you know, if one person is tanking the price mm-hmm. or just keeps tanking the price on you and they have one item, 
let that item sell yeah. and keep yep. your you know price high or whatever and mm -hmm. make that extra money you know oh, yeah. Yeah, or if they like, have 168, you're like, well, maybe I need to follow them down. Right, because <laughs> then you know you're now you're now you're at a war against them, and they they have all the ammunition, and you only have X amount of product less than them. So, you know, you might want to sell before them, especially if it's an item that might get five or six sales, uh, you know, a month or whatever, where they got 200 of a product, you'll never, you know sell yours before that or after them or you'll you know take years or whatever so yeah um, yeah it's a free chrome extension amz yep. scout stock, stock yeah. right yeah, yeah i actually was an affiliate for that company when they first started like a year ago and that stock uh buy that buy stock scouter thing it is amazing like you can even see what amazon has so it's good to even Check on Amazon.com and see what they have. Yeah, if they have over nine nine nine, chances are it's more than that. So don't buy that item. Don't buy it. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, that means they have a heck ton more than that, probably. Drummer yeah. said um, AMZ Scout is excellent. Thanks, M. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that 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 was where buying those light game bulbs. Changer. Buying those light bulbs was basically yeah. like my light bulb of just seeing the greatness of Amazon. You know what I mean? Because Anthony, if you would have listed 40 light bulbs on eBay, even at a good price that was cheaper than Walmart, how yeah. long would them probably would have sold? It, it would have took probably yeah. months to sell. So that's why like, I tell a lot of people when they're sourcing for Amazon, don't always look at, you know, the, you know, the prices or different things or seasonal look at stuff. that's everyday stuff that people will buy no matter what the season is, what the day is, you know, what the weather is like, just what, mm -hmm. you know, just common stuff that you use in your household, walk around your household, look for products. And then if you see those products that either like a clearance deal or, you know, um, or just maybe even a regular price at a discount location, mm -hmm. um, check those out, scan yeah. those out. You know, you just, um, Nate, you just said, you know, walk around your house and see what, you know, what's there. You know, what are you thinking about? You know, what do you need? Um, which actually brings up a thought of scan the items that are in your house. Go in your pantry and scan things, um, right. you know, and if you're gated in something, apply to get ungated in it, for example, or, you know, see if, you know, you know, like last year I had um, Hershey's Cocoa that was I mean I don't know I made some ridiculous money on Hershey's cocoa because it was expensive on Amazon you know <laughs> so I just went to the store and bought more Hershey's cocoa so yeah well yeah, I mean the other you day know, things like that you know go just you know go in your you know if you want to get ungated in health and beauty go into your bathroom and start scanning all your shampoos and you know conditioners and all of that other stuff once a week and eventually the algorithm will get the clue that you want to sell that product. Yep. Well, another day, Marcy, you know, we were talking after a show one day and she's like, I'm kind of stuck. Like, I don't know what, like, you know, she's like, I know what to do, but she's like, I just, I'm having trouble finding some products. And I'm like, go back to the drawing board and just go scan. Yep. And like, that's, I, I get stuck too. Like I get stuck on a daily basis and then it's the day it's time to wake up and say, I'm going to go to a store 
that I've never been to before, and I'm going to scan the entire freaking store. And until I find five products that I can sell, I am not leaving that store. Mm -hmm. I have to stay there all day. I will. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That was, that was for those listening. And actually I'm going to be putting out my, um, putting out a video a little later, but I, you know, I was in a bad, bad funk for a month, month and a half. And, you know, Shane, you know, gave me a nice kick in the ass like he always does. And it's like, well, got to go back to the basics, you know, and, and that's what I've been doing the last couple of weeks. And it's really turned things around. So if anybody needs a swift kick in the ass, call Shane. That's what like I that, do. <laughs> like, that, like I was trying to find, you know, some items that would have the higher velocity, maybe not like the highest like sell price, like per item. But I thought maybe that was why I was having a little bit of issues, maybe uh, getting ungated in some different categories or with different products because, you know, my sales have been pretty steady, you know, anywhere from, uh, at the, my lowest, probably 4,000 to like seven or 8,000 a month that I do on Amazon, you know? Um, so, you know, there's a little bit of fluctuation, but usually it stays in the middle range of that for the most part. Um, so I was sitting back thinking to myself, maybe I need to have a higher amount of sales for them to think, okay, this guy should be ungated and more stuff. So Mm -hmm. like I, that's what I did. I thought about some things that people use every day. Mm-hmm. You know, and just went sourcing and, and and scanning things, and you know, I found an item that I sent in twelve of, sold right away, and then Amazon said we recommend you send in eighty-two of this item. <laughs> so wow, I sent in eighty-two of that item, and then I found another item that was similar. I sent in twelve, and then the, the, when they said that similar item eighty-two, they told me twenty-six of that one. So yeah, well, now I have a hundred items that will sell very quickly out of two things that I just found to add into. Now it's not really a replenishable. There is, you know, stock of this item at a couple different places, but uh, you know, I just have to go to a couple stores and find them, or uh, so I can make you know really good money on them. But uh, you know, it's the st- stuff's out there. You know, you just have to. Uh, just, just think a little bit different. Sometimes we, as we as resellers, have to sit back and really, you know, think of, you know, especially on Amazon, like the stuff that, you know, we look for, at that we want to find as replenishables is, is just basic, easy things, and we're not we're overthinking things. You know what yeah. I mean? We're we're really thinking clearance, this that. It, it could be an item on the shelf that you know one other person is thinking about on Amazon making a killing on it's an everyday regular price at Walmart. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So So have you found when Amazon will come out and it'll suggest, hey, go out and send X amount more. Um typically that stuff always sells? No. Not not always. I it just depends it on de- the rank. Yeah. See, here's what I like to do. When I find uh like an item that no one's on. It's a really high rank. And even if it's a grocery item, I do a test buy. Okay. I'll buy two or three and I'll send them in and I'll see how fast they sell. Okay. Well, I got kind of caught up in a bad product by doing that. And, and sometimes you do, but not really a bad, just slower selling. I found a sugar bag of sugar that I sold and bought two or two of them or three, or I bought like four of them as a test buy. And I sold them for 27 99 a piece. And I'm like, Holy cow. 
and I bought 40 of them and sent them in. I have 20 left, and it's been three months ago. So and they're going to expire. <laughs> no, they're, they're, they had a long shelf life, but it's one of those things where I, I just do a test buy. Yeah, I look at and see like how many of that item did I sell over the last month, and I keep a back stock on a lot of my replenishables. Yeah, and then so you know I'll I. drop a few in a shipment, you know, each time or you know whatever. Um, but the other thing too is you know looking at the the recommended amount that you send in, you have to take seasonality into consideration. That's yeah, a, that's a big thing. Yeah, it depends on what what it is. Like if it's a seasonal item. You know, like if it's a say a Christmas item, you know, if it's getting close to, uh, like if it's after the first week of December, you know, you don't want to send in eighty of that item or whatever because is eighty of those items going to sell and get to the customer before Christmas? That's mm -hmm. like that's things that you have to think about. Or yeah, for how many other sellers are on the listing, and you know how quickly is it selling per month? Yeah. You know, which all goes back into the you know the Amazon scout stock scouts yeah. scout stocks and your keep it charts and right. that's where you know all that product research comes into play pearl nini asks and what does scanning tell you what to do uh question mark so scanning like when you're going into a store you're putting the amazon seller app and you're scanning products you're looking at the rank amazon's a little Scan bit the UPC. Than, yeah amazon's a little bit different than ebay with amazon you do all your due diligence and your product research on the front end on eBay, you do it on the back end. So you do it while you list after you buy the item because you research it a little bit. And so Amazon's just opposite. You're you're researching and doing all your all your your analysis in the store instead of when you list it sitting down on your computer. Right. Like with eBay, it's it's Excuse about me. really what what you bought it at too. Like if you're if yeah. you can if you can buy, I don't know, just say like a catcher's mitt for a dollar or fifty cents, no matter what that as long as it's in decent shape that that's going to sell but the question is you don't you know might not know what's going to sell for for sure but right. you know that it's it will sell you can get money out of it so you buy you take it home you list it or you do your comps then you list it and, and you go okay well i can get twenty dollars for it so then you list at 20 bucks but when you you're doing amazon you're in the store and you're basically like can i if i buy it at this price or what it's going for right now am i happy with this price can I go, how much lower can I go? Because you have to allow for the price tank and there are prices for someone battling with you. And, you know, then you have to figure out how much of the item sells a month to do your first initial test buy. Like sometimes I'll do, like I've, I've done this with Anthony, like we went and sourced, you know, I would do, I do the buy two method. I'll buy two of an item that maybe has a little bit higher of a ranking or um, maybe there's not too many people on it. And I send two in. And if, it, if one sells, that's a good sign. If the second one sells relatively quick after that, then I can go buy 10 of that item and send it in. You know yep. what I mean? That, and that's that's like, uh, I mean, I do my, do my research with Keep and everything as well. But sometimes, you know, you just need to double check that and make sure that it is going to sell right away. Or uh, maybe it could be just the price of what it's, what it's at or whatever that uh, is why it's not selling. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, or if the rank's high, is it because they're out of stock? Right. Like, a lot of times, I'll find stuff that uh, there's no FBA. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. th I love when that happens because chances are it's just because there's no FBA. Right. And 
some people don't want to wait for stuff or they, they feel like if it's not coming from fulfilled by Amazon that for some reason it's going to be like a different product or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know, but yeah, or they, or they just move on to, you know, something similar that they can get quicker. Right. Like right. I bought, I bought a product that was, um, you know, like I think it was in like the 2 million range of home and goods, which home and goods is a big category. So, yes. you know, even, you know, at 2 million, that's not bad. There was no FBA. Mm. So I bought two, I sent it in and I was able to buy 20 after my test buy because they sold really, mm. really quick. And I was able to even go above the first, uh, merch fulfill price because FBA is a premium and I will get the buy box, you know, regardless, basically depending on how much I go above FB or merch fulfill. Mm -hmm. So, you know, mine were, you know, those two mm -hmm. items went out. I had 20 more sentiment and they sold, you know, really quick. You know, there are then my luck, the stock ran out in the store. So, well, I and here's anymore. the thing is like, I focus on buying top 10% or below the category. So, a lot of people don't do that, but like, you, you have like a lot of YouTube YouTubers out there that'll say, like, only buy a hundred thousand, you know, a hundred thousand or lower. And I've seen, several youtube content creators with amazon that are newer um like um i'm not going to mention their names but like they're out there making videos and they just came into the limelight like last year when ra got popular and they're like only buy a hundred thousand or less well you can't do that because in in different categories that rank holds different weight mm -hmm. like right. in, in grocery that there's only 1.1 million ASINs in grocery. 100,000 is going to be top 10%. You're going to want to buy below 100,000 rank in that. You're probably right. below 90,000. Versus like Nate, like you, what you said, in, in, home and, in, home, in home goods, it's a huge category. You know, 1 million is top 10%. Right. Or yeah. actually 1 million is top 1%. Right. So it'd be 10 million is top 10%. Mm -hmm. Or even like in clothing, you know, I have, I have clothing in there that's, you know, ranked in 3 million, but yeah. it's just, you know, me and two other sellers and the other two sellers are FBM, for example. So, you know, so I'm, I sell through my stuff. It just, mm -hmm. you know, the ranks, you know, I'm more comfortable with higher ranks because, you know, I just look at the other aspects. So I have, I have two newbie questions for you guys. Yeah. Number one, what's what are some of the best places to go and find books um, to, you know, kind of get my feet wet with the with scanning the books and with the Scout IQ and everything like that. Um, Nate might even have some like inside feedback because he kind of knows the area where I live. But um, just what are some like I obviously like I'm guessing Goodwills, Ollie's, those type of places. Mm. But like, what are some places you can get stuff like dirt cheap? I I I go to book sales. And you can okay. go to book, booksalefinder.com. Okay. And it'll give you every single book sale in the country. That's and awesome. almost like a year in advance almost, or like to the end of the year. Right the now. second thing of what I did when I first started selling books is I <laughs> found a thrift store in my area that was a local thrift store that got a ton of book donations. I met with the manager and I got exclusive rights to scan the entire back room. I was scanning five to six Gaylords a week of books out of their back room because they just sent it to recycling. They didn't even put them on the shelf. 
Wow. I did that for about seven months and then they want, they approached me and they said, we want you to set up an Amazon warehouse for us for free and train everybody. We don't want to pay you. And I'm, and I'm like, no. And I'm so I cut ties with them. Completely cut ties with them. And I'm like, no, it's not going to happen. Sorry. Yeah. And, if you uh, can make friends with the managers, I think that's, yeah. that's key. I did that with clothing. Um, yep. And I, you know, I was able to go to their warehouse and bring home huge bags of clothing that was just sitting in their warehouse. It couldn't even make it to the floor. But the reason I honed in on them is because I have a college, the university of Illinois. Yeah. They do not buy back their textbooks. So I said, well, what did the students do with them? Well, half of them leave them in boxes on the curves. So I go around and the students move out and pick up the boxes of books and put them in my car for free. The other half is they donate them and you got to locate which thrift store they donate them to. And then you have to hone in on how they get rid of their books. Go talk to some students and see what they do. That's an idea. Oh, and I also run ads and they'll sell them to me for beer money. So, um, that's cool. Also, I mean, like even Facebook Marketplace. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could find, you know, really good textbooks right, you know, from the source like that as well. So if you have a college near you, call that college and say, hey, do you buy back student textbooks? And if they say no, you're golden. Okay. Yeah. What was your other question, Anthony? Um, the other question was, um, how, how do you guys find, and, and with, with, I know that there's a lot you can't say, but what, what, as a new reseller, what's, or not reseller, but Amazon seller, what's the best way to find replenishables? Scan. Mm -hmm. Okay. Just scan. I, I like, like store. Go, or... go to a store that you know is solid. Like, you know, okay. I hate to keep using Walmart, but it's yeah. a good example. You know, you know, Walmart you know, generally always has the same inventory and it's generally yeah. always in stock, you know, or, you know, your grocery store, that's the same, you know, that, you know, is a really solid source and just scan. Yep. A good place for, for you to check out, which is really like, I think it's right in your area would be, um, not Costco, but the other one, um, uh, Sam's, Sam's. Oh, Sam's. Sam's. Sam's club would be a great place to, to get, I was thinking about, uh, you know, getting a pass or whatever. So that's I've had a little luck do. with Sam's, not a lot. I have a pass. I have a pass with Sam's. Do you but have even, luck there, Shane? Eh, it's hit or miss. Um, I've gotten some other clothing items. Now, I will say, in the fourth quarter, Sam's is good. Yeah. I found a board game there last year that was selling for, like, hundred and some dollars plus for like wow. um, 15 bucks. And I think I need to go to Sam's tomorrow. And then they had the Dymos last year. Sam's is a bolo. They had like the Dymo 4XL sets last year. Yeah. 90 bucks. I was trying to get some of them. Uh, yeah. And they, they were sold out everywhere. And I yeah. couldn't get any of them to hold them for me. But if you could find them, man, you could, you can, you can sell those. Oh man, they were so good. Yeah. I can imagine. So I ended up buying it off of Amazon, probably from somebody who went and did that. <laughs> probably, yeah. Yep. Reseller mom re recently mentioned um, last week that Dymos were on sale on Amazon. I don't know where the price is now, but if anybody's looking for Dymo, go on Amazon and see. They were down to 50 I think. Wow. I, I don't remember which model it was, but one of them that she showed me was down to 50 It's probably always, the uh, I always keep two 4XLs like, on hand so in case one breaks. Yeah, I love the 4XL. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna go strictly uh, thermal here shortly. Um, I have a uh, 450 twin turbo, which I'm trying to set up with my labels, re- you know, soon. And uh, I'm gonna probably get a Rollo, I think, for my uh, shipping labels. I really like the uh, like how it's set up, and it it sort of runs like my work uh, thermal, so I could set that up pretty. Pretty nicely. Yeah, yeah. I still I have the Dymo Duo. It's called yeah, Dymo the 450 Duo. Mm. So I just use that for my um, Amazon labels. Um, when I first started, I used the 30 up like everybody else. Yeah. Um, and then for my eBay shipping labels, I still use my printer. Anthony, here is Mike McCloskey. He's a good. He, he's a good dude. He uh, comments a lot on my stuff. He okay. gives really great advice. Look for local items people can't get everywhere, like a barbecue sauce or okay. a, a seasoning. Old base seasoning. Something okay. that is local to you to to your area. Okay. Yeah, that's that's fabulous. And I, if it's not on Amazon anyway, just because I'm like yeah. obsessed with Pittsburgh. And if it's not on Amazon, make the listing and and, and try to sell. Yeah, that, that's the other thing I need to learn is how to create listings and how to make bundles and stuff like that. Yeah, that's yeah. I've created some listings before. They're they're time intensive, um, and it's it's hard too because you know if your item doesn't sell, you don't know is it because my listing's bad or did I just source a bad item? You know, or my price too high, things like that. So it's like you know, the, nothing's tested. It's a little harder to do an Amazon listing from scratch than it is an, an eBay listing because the picture has to be uh, on a white, yeah, perfect, like on a yep. white background. Your title has to be just right. right. You have to have yeah, all the information. Your bullet points. Um. Like the size of the the size of the item, how much it weighs. Um, I mean, just you know, your description, your bullet, you know, keywords, bullet points, keywords, yeah. There's platinum keywords. There's regular keywords. You have to know uh, what type of people possibly want to would buy this item. If it's the kids or if it's adults or you know female to male. I mean, it, it really gets gets really uh, deep, you know. And you might think you put in everything that you need, but there might be something that you're missing that's give, you know giving it the best chance to you know get be seen by millions and millions of people. Mm-hmm. So you you know I like I, I still haven't mastered that yet or even you know or feel comfortable to do that yet. Um, part of it's because I just haven't had time to really sit down and just really do one, you know. And that's why when what I was talking about earlier, I was looking to possibly do some bundles because um, you know I'll probably put up a bundle and then I'll put up an item that maybe isn't on there and see which one does better and you know kind of mess with that. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, one reason why I mentioned Mommy Income earlier for bundles, because they, they talk a, a lot about, you know, your quality of listing and keywords, mm-hmm. and they go into a lot of that information. I'm going to have to go, like, subscribe to them, because yeah. I don't think I've ever even checked out the, their channel. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she's great. I got a question. I know, I know you guys talk a lot about like different softwares and applications and extensions and everything. But like when you're out in the store, like say a Walmart scanning, is there hardware wise, is there anything to make it more efficient? Like the, is the Bluetooth barcode scanners, you know, connected to your phone faster than 
you know, like your phone scanning, and it seems like it takes forever for my my phone to read a barcode. Whether and I've used two different phones. I mean, not really forever. It just seems like I wish it was as fast as scanning it with this at home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The um, I guess you know when you're you're scanning with the Amazon app. I've noticed actually over the last week or so, it seems to have really slowed down a lot more. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, Scanner wars. But I think it's just because their catalog is so big. Um, right. you know, it seems to me like with the seller app, it saves battery scanning there, but using Inventory Lab or the Scoutify um, app on the phone seems to be quicker. Yeah, I think a lot of it's their catalog. And they're searching for the UPC. You got to search for it, stuff like that. Um, you know, I I I tell people that normally I don't use a barcode scanner unless I'm doing books. But like, what I try to do is like when I'm trying to scan something, I kind of like move the phone around and like yeah. angle it like this. Yeah, usually, sometimes like, the lighting will mess up. You know, trying to get that. That clear and moving the phone in and out to get it to, to focus. And yeah, I, wanted, I was going to look into a scanner to see if I couldn't quicken up that process. Is, is there not? I, so I'm thinking that I've heard about an app or an add on or something where you can set like scan parameters, like when you're scanning. Like, I want to be able to make this much profit, alert me. I can just scan and scan, and then when I hear a tone or a beep. It's Scout IQ does that for books, if I'm, if I'm correct. After Shane's done coffee, and I'm sure he'll correct me if I'm not. That would be like um, Scout IQ, but like if you want to use it for other products, people use like Profit Bandit. Profit Bandit? Like but I, I've i never used Profit Bandit or nothing. I mean, you can, but I just like to look at the rank and look at the item and look at how many sellers are on it. And that will tell me, do I need to keep a chart this or not? And if I need to keep a chart it, I keep a chart it and I look at a sales rank chart and I can make my decision just based off those two things. Yeah, I use um, the Scoutify, which is linked up with uh, Inventory Lab. Um, so in there, you can set your parameters, you know, where do you want your rank um, and it'll color code the, the rank for you. You know, if it's green, it means, you know, it's definitely within your parameters. If it's red, it's way outside. If it's like orange or something, it's like in between, something like that. So it'll color code your rank. Um, and then also, or the other thing it'll do too is um, you can set parameters for your profit. Um, so if you want like 100% ROI, for example, and then it'll tell you, you know, your target buy cost for the item. Um, it'll tell you um, what your profit is after fees. Um, you can set your shipping rates in there. So, for example, if you know it costs you roughly, you know, 50 cents a pound to send to the warehouse, you can set that up in there. Mm. Um, so it takes a lot into consideration. Okay. I wish there was something that uh, did that, but also would read the tag. So this way you could just go. Oh, yeah, somebody got a cha-ching. Yeah, I just sold a figure on eBay. Nice. nice. Sorry, go ahead, Nate. I wish there was something that you could like scan the barcode and then scan the, the price tag so that you didn't have to do any input. You know what I mean? You could just scan, scan, and then That'd be awesome. you could see everything. So you could just literally go through the store like this. Mm -hmm. and just look at your phone just to double check the ranking. And if it, you know, you got a green thumb up or, or a negative, you know, or a thumbs down on, uh, you know, if it was it. 
Yeah, that would be awesome, literally. And uh, you, can, you know, it's it's everybody has a different way to you know do product research. And here's the best way to do it. And here's what I did: I listened to a couple people how they do it, and then I formulated my own way with like a hybrid way. Mm-hmm. Doing- yeah, and then you just always reevaluate how you're doing things and see, um, see, you know, what works and doesn't work. Yep. I'm sorry, which app um, that I just talked about was Scoutify? Yeah, Scoutify. Scoutify. Scoutify and Scoutify IQ backwards. Scoutify, which is linked up with Inventory Lab. Um, Inventory Lab is a service that you pay for monthly. It's I think fifty dollars a month, um, yep. and you can do so many different things as far as managing your Amazon business from, um, yeah, Scoutify, um, from creating shipments, um, which honestly is much more smooth than running them through Seller Central. Um, so creating shipments to doing um, your bookkeeping, like it has a profit and loss statement, um, which I had a really, really hard time keeping up with my um, my profit and loss um, mm-hmm. before I discovered that. Um, yeah, you know, there's so many different fees and cost of goods. And, you know, when you're, yeah. you know, there was, you know, there, there's, there's some days I, I just sell a ton and to try to keep up with cost of goods for all of that is just crazy. Um, so profit and losses on there, um, there's, um, it'll even give you a graph for, um, like your break even point for long-term storage, you know, to help you decide, do you want to keep it in the warehouse a couple more months to see if it fills during Christmas? Um, I don't know, Shane, help me out. There's so many nooks and crannies with the Scoutify. Scoutify also, you can set stuff up to where it tells you like where to restock at, stuff like that. I mean, there's just so much. I don't even use half of it. I probably should, but I don't even use half of it. Um, so what is your overhead per month on all of your apps? Keep it, Inventory Lab, etc. cetera. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I do. I've got... Actually, I have a list here that I just made up. 50, 75, about 100 a month. Mine's about... 350 a month. Yeah, but you make a lot more money than me. <laughs> you can afford it. <laughs> That's awesome. I'll definitely uh, need to email you. <laughs> uh, that is awesome. Thank you. Runs That's the app awesome. store at Amazon. That is super cool. Oh, here's one for you for the app store. Let us know when things are under hazmat review. Yes. That's huge. I go and buy stuff. I get it home. I'm like, what do you mean I can't send it in? Yeah, under hazmat review, and you don't even know it because when you scan it, it doesn't tell you on the app. Yeah, and there's been times, too, that, you know, there might be, you know, before I used to be like, well, there's no FBA seller, so it might be under hazmat review. Let me buy one and see. You know, and then there's been times that there have been FBA sellers, including Amazon themselves. Mm-hmm. So I'll buy six, bring it home, and then I can't send it in because it's under. You know what I would like to see on the app, kind of like what they what you can do on the home, like on the web page, you can integrate, keep it to where it pops up. I want to be able to scan something on the app, yeah, the item, and then keep it pops up below that automatically on the app instead of having to go to keep it, right. 
Yeah, I think Amazon and Kiva awesome. are kind of at war, aren't they, though? Yeah, I mean, I it does they it on play the nice well together. Huh? It does yeah. it on the web page um, where it integrates the web page with Keepa, but it just does If you it. have the Keepa extension. Right. Yeah. yeah. But if you could do that on the app, that would be amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because, like, you know, I'll be circling the store and, you know, I find something. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's four million in home. So it's getting a little high, you know, for me, for example. I mean, it's still in the 10%, which is good, but I still want to look yep. at it. So I go and look at it and it sells once a month. But I'm not able to do that unless I go on, you know, the Keeper mm-hmm. website and, you know, really dig in and with my phone yeah. sometimes, depending on where Nate, I'm at. Do you have goes. Inventory Lab? Do you use Inventory Lab? Okay, so through Inventory, that's another nice feature. Inventory Lab, you can create a shortcut. Um, that you can go right to Kiba from your um, product information page in inventory, not inventory lab, Scoutify, the extension oh, okay. inventory lab, you know, that you yeah, scan with, with your phone. That's it's probably something that I'm probably going to get here uh, soon. Um, I've been trying to not have to go really deep into that type of stuff um, because I wanted to keep my my cost down as much as I can because you know it's profits and uh you know I am new to Amazon or you know at at one point you know three months ago I was still considering myself I'm still new but I, yeah. I feel like I'm starting kind of to, the way I feel too once I get to the one year mark I, I'm you know I'm, I'm still new I'm still learning mm-hmm. and you know getting more apps like that now I feel like I'm really super invested now yeah. You know, so after a year point, you know, I look back and I look at all my, you know, pro, you know, plus minus, you know, for my profits and stuff. And, you know, then I'll probably make a decision of definitely getting it because, you know, I'm able to easily uh, offset that cost with some of my profits that, you know, I've been That's having. That's a huge and, time saver and, for and, me. That's one reason why I. Yeah, I'm a huge proponent of it for the fifty bucks a month. Yeah, it's a huge time saver for me as well. It just saves so much time building shipments and stuff. Mm-hmm. Saves a lot. Yeah, it's it's probably something I'm going to uh, <laughs> to get into for sure because just being able to, um, you know, say I go to Walmart and I buy seven an item, I come back, I can just already just tag it and throw it in a box and. I don't have to touch that item anymore unless I reconfigure my box. Right. Right. So, yeah. um, full-time FBA has got a really good, um, keep a tutorial. If you want to check that out. Okay. Or not keep a, I'm sorry. He has a keep a tutorial, which is fabulous too. Um, but inventory a inventory lab, lab inventory tutorial lab, yeah. and it talks about all the nooks and crannies of inventory lab. And there's, you know, I think I watched it like maybe a month ago. I don't think I ever finished actually watching the whole video, but I, was like, oh wow, I didn't even know that was there, or I forgot it, that that was there. Yeah, I'm, I'm so glad that, uh, you know, as crazy as it might sound, that I got hurt at work, and you know, now that I'm doing Amazon and reselling, I mean, it was never a part of, you know, what I was doing until I got hurt, and I found mm-hmm. out that, you know, this was a, a thing, like it, mm-hmm. it was something that you know, you can actually have a business or at the very least make a side hustle for. And uh, for me, you know, I love making money and, and, and providing for my family and stuff like that. So, you know, at that time I was home, uh, you know, not able to do much because I, I fractured my foot and, uh, you know, I'm just kind of lumping around in a, in a, 
in a in a walking boot and uh getting workman's comp and uh you know stumbled upon a few videos and started doing ebay and then stumbled mm -hmm. upon uh rising ground picker and a few <laughs> other people and you know i started doing amazon so you know shane i, I just like to thank you for you know the good information that you and then and others have uh spread to me to get me uh motivated to show me the way to do amazon man and and resale so i just you know i appreciate it absolutely man and i want people to be successful like i don't want them to not be successful obviously everybody's not going to be successful but like nate has the hustle to do it and that's how, that's that's 90 percent yeah it goes back to that stamina i was talking about so yeah, it's, like, it's 90 percent of it the other 10 percent that's that's the easy stuff right like the the drive and the yeah time that you that i put into it on top of my job like for example i came home at nine or ten thirty, and you know i worked the eight nine hour day and i came home mm -hmm. and i did some yeah. just i didn't do much packing because i didn't have any orders got for ebay but i was on the computer doing checking my prices uh sourcing for you know looking for deals and you know doing stuff like that. i was up to 1 30 in the morning and i'm up i was up at uh I think it was 8 30 i woke up this morning you know what i mean like mm -hmm. i don't for me seven hours of sleep is like a normal to above normal amount of sleep so mm -hmm. you know is that a good good for me probably not but you know for my chance of me getting financial freedom is what i have to do right now so i can enjoy my later years or hopefully not more sooner than later you know what i mean where i'm able to hopefully go full time and uh you know have more time to do youtube with you fabulous people and uh you know you know not have to deal with bosses and you know all that jazz well and sometimes that's why like dude i have been grinding for so long just like you nate just like that when i had a full-time job i was doing exactly what you were doing and you know it's that's the thing is like yeah i was more agitated then because i was tired i was always not getting sleep and so like when someone left a stupid YouTube comment, I'd go off on them. Like, like <laughs> how much did you pay for the gas on that RA trip? It probably is for your profits. And then I would just be like, the same old question. But you got to understand is like anymore doing YouTube, like I just laugh and I move on because it's not worth, it's not worth getting mad at someone for some comment about gas money or whatever. It's just not worth it. And that's where like learning that, taught me a lot more about Amazon because I have more patience, more patience for Amazon. I have more patience for doing stuff and other stuff like that. And like, I'll, I'll be honest, like the year I was born, like God did not give out patience. So <laughs> really hey, what year were you born? 1987. I always claim Michael Jordan, <laughs> Michael Jordan, you're the goat. <laughs> Michael Jordan. Yeah, like like Shane says, like you know, doing. I remember watching his videos whenever he was working full time and doing exactly what, like he said, what like what I'm doing right now. And I would be like, how do you have, how do you have enough time in a day to do what you do? Because he was putting out tons of videos, tons of you know content, doing all types of stuff and working. So you know i'm a very competitive type of person and not in a negative way in actually a good way because i see someone doing something and i'm like if you could do it i can do it 
Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I said, not in a negative way, but like, you yeah. know, yeah. I can get more out of myself. So, it's drive. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. that's one Race thing I have. I have passion. I have passion for what I do and I have drive. Yeah. You know what I mean? If it's going to benefit, you know, my household and my kids yeah. and my family, and yeah. I can I also help know. other people, you know, yeah. that are around yeah. me and spread some knowledge or even they see my video just as a random chance, like how I seen Global Voodoo's video on the reselling. That was the first person I watched, and uh, you know, here I am. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing really good, and you know, I'm very happy with uh, you know where I'm at right now. Do I feel like I'm at a wall with Amazon? Yeah, but I, I kind of have an idea where I need to be or what I need to do to get over that hump. You'll get and, there, though, man. Like you embody your channel name. Like you really do hustle every day. Like you take zero days off. Like even if you're off work. You're out grinding probably harder than you would be at work getting on eBay stuff. Like, because I've been outsourcing with you, man, and like, like I I see, I see how hard you work and how much effort you put into it. So, yeah, you're you're definitely going to get to that full time status and probably, you know, blow up as far as your business. You remind you remind me of me, like, and that's like looking at what you do. It's the exact same steps I took and I killed myself doing it, but I don't care. It's what you got to do. Sometimes you're killing yourself now. Uh, I always do. That's, that's my, my, I I love, (laughs) I I love, uh, I love, I love, um, um, you know, the more chaos, the better. That's, that's what I thrive on is chaos. And that's what I always have a lot on my plate and that's, but you know what? Like most, most resellers aren't going to do that. You have to, in order to be successful in this business, you have to go where people don't want to go. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly because if you're, you go to places other people don't go, you're going to have different products than everyone else. And that's where you really make good money. And that's where you really find stuff that, you know, does awesome. You know what I mean? You'll find something that maybe has a high ranking one FBA and now or no FBA and only merchant field. And like I was saying before and grab it and then mm-hmm. send in a hundred units. Like I did, you know what I mean? Yep. Like it's, it's amazing. Yeah. It's like goal. me with that clothing I was saying before, you know, with the 3 million rank, you well, know, every, you know, every time one of those sells, mm-hmm. I'd spent five bucks and every time one sells, you know, I make 23. So that's pretty darn good. But I started reselling like with the attitude of like my goals to outwork everybody. Even though I, if I, I can't do that, but that's my goal. And that's what I always like just push to do. Like, you know, and I feel like, you know, it's, it's kind of like one of those things where you got to work hard at it. You got to put in a lot of work and Mm -hmm. even as a part-time seller on Amazon, I was, I was out selling full-time sellers. Yeah. You know, I tell people that on eBay all the time and it's the same with Amazon. Now that I'm on Amazon, the more you put into it, the more you're going to get out of it. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, if you're willing to work, you're, you're going to get a great investment. Cause I, I know a lot of people that I've kind of helped get into eBay and I've seen some of them, like they literally just think that they can throw 10 items up on eBay and expect it to pay their bills and not have to do anything. You know what I mean? And it's like, that's that's just not going to work. You have to constantly be, you know, sourcing stuff, listing stuff, shipping stuff. Um, you know, same with, you know, it's 
the same with Amazon. You just need to keep sending in orders, mm-hmm. you know, just keep sending in uh, different shipments to Amazon and then it'll eventually start working for you. But absolutely. Once you stop working, it's eventually going to slow down. Yeah. You only get out what you put in. Yep. You get out more than what you put in, but you got to put in. Exactly. The best thing about Amazon is like with me having pneumonia and being sick and not feeling like doing shipments and going out and sourcing product, I can take a few weeks off. And if it scales down, I can scale it back up Mm -hmm. just as quick. Yeah, as long as you realize it will scale down, you know, that's that's the thing. Because I know you have to be realistic. Selling a thousand a day to now I'm selling three to six hundred a day. It's still insanely awesome. Yeah, probably not for you, but like for someone like me, (laughs) Carrie, you're you're like doing more than I do in a month on eBay in like one day. Yeah, there was um, a week back in was the beginning of August, end of July, you know, that we went on vacation and I had a great back to school season. And for those listening, if you, if you don't treat back to school as a holiday, you should be. Right. Um, because Definitely. I, I mean, my Amazon just blew up and it was crazy. Um, and there was one day I hit a record of selling 124 units and I was on freaking vacation. That's awesome. That's awesome. I was on that's vacation. What, that's what I love about Amazon. 24 units. I had somebody else shipping them. I had somebody else taking care of my customer service. And all I had to do was look at my phone and be like, ooh. That is, that, that's like refreshing to hear because we're going to Disney in December. And I won't get back until probably around noon on the 20th, which is like the deadline to, to ship stuff for like Christmas. Mm-hmm. And like it, eBay, like I'm so stressed about going on vacation. But like Amazon, like if, if I was like, that was my primary, like, just like you said, like you're, you're on vacation, just like thrilled to death that everything's selling through yeah. like eBay. I'm like crapping myself. Cause I know I got to get home. And as soon as I get here, I'm going to have to like, yeah, I stressed out more about my eBay store, yeah. which is smaller when I was on vacation, you know, I was, you know, somebody would send me an mm-hmm. offer like whatever. And, you know, I'd have to write them back. And then I remember mm-hmm. I even ended up calling eBay themselves cause I had some issues being on vacation and. You know, I, I spent more time on my eBay store, which is smaller than my Amazon store that blew up. Well, and you know why? It I have my accounts four years old, and I was so scared to do Amazon FBA. You know why I was scared to do Amazon FBA is because I listened to a lot of these YouTubers out there that says Amazon's stupid. You, the ROI is like two percent. Not true. Mm-mm. Like it's just a different way of thinking, but. In the last three months, I've held over a hundred percent ROI on average every month. Yeah. So when I'm selling fifteen to eighteen thousand a month, well, a hundred percent ROI is pretty damn good. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. My uh, my ROI over the last month is one hundred forty nine percent. Yeah, sweet. That's where I'm at. You know what I mean? I don't so, know what mine is, but yeah, like I mean, but it, but I'm yeah, happy with at, the with what I get. Yeah, even at smaller chunks that I'm doing compared to other people, you know what I mean? Like I'm getting a lot out of Amazon. You know what I mean? Like you're getting base- a lot, a lot, or just as much as what you would get out of eBay. Yeah, right. Well, and the thing too with Amazon, you can sell lower 
dollar items. And there's one item I pick up for a buck forty seven at Walmart and you know, when it sells, you know, I make like a buck fifty. But if I sell thirty of those a month, mm-hmm. you know, like, like I, had, I mean it's a it's a hundred percent ROI. I throw thirty small items in my shipment, mm-hmm. send it in. Let yeah. some you know and yeah, you know, when they sell then they sell. Yeah, like, like I my- had someone message me on Instagram and they're like, How do you even make money on Amazon? You can't go to a yard sale and buy something for a quarter and sell it for a hundred like you can eBay. And I'm like, it's just different. It is like, just different. Yeah. Like you can do that, but how long are you holding the item? A year? Six mm-hmm. months? Three months? I mean, that's fine. I love eBay. Don't get me wrong. Love eBay. I have oh, about 600 listings on eBay right now. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm probably going to list today after the show. Yeah. I love eBay, but I think you have to do eBay with another platform. For me, I'm just, I feel more comfortable making money on Amazon. I like to marry Amazon and eBay together and make them two streams of income mm-hmm. you know, yep. instead of just selling out to do just eBay. Uh, hey, guys, I don't now. mean to cut you guys off, but right. we have to run. Yeah. We got um, some place we got to be in like 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know the show was going to run so late. <laughs> We're just having so much fun. We can't help well, it. Keep, keep, keep yeah. rolling with it. We just we just wanted to, we didn't want to just disappear. So right. Much love, yeah. everybody. Have a love you too. Thanks for coming on. Sorry, I got to cut out. But hey, thanks, Tommy. Thanks, Destiny. Yeah. You guys take care. Guys everybody later. in chat, take her easy. Roll with it. I'll be listening. Yeah, I probably got about another fifteen minutes myself because I have a one o'clock yep. uh, doctor yeah. appointment. Yeah, gotcha. we'll probably we'll probably go for another uh, yep. five minutes and then I'll do my giveaway and then. Yeah, this we'll has just been so much fun, guys. All right, catch you later. See, yeah, I don't be here for that giveaway, dude. Because you're. I'll be working, man. I'll be filtering it by Pittsburgh, man. right? <laughs> Filter has to have Pittsburgh in the username. <laughs> but but yeah, I, I just feel like. You know, there's a lot of people that give Amazon negative light, especially people that do YouTube. And I feel like you really have to do it. And it takes a long time to be successful at mm-hmm. it. It's not like eBay. It's not as easy. You know, as, oh, eBay is not easy. Well, I mean, like, <laughs> they both have their yeah. their points so, that make it hard. You know what I mean? Like, you know, when I first started out, you know, I just didn't instantly jump into having four thousand, five, six thousand sales. I it just built up over time. I had to keep right. keep grinding at it. Keep yeah, on the Amazon, and... I lost money the first month. I know Shane mm-hmm. made money because I've heard that story before, but I lost money. <laughs> like it took a little while to to get where I'm getting you know decent payouts, where you know it's a couple grand and you know it's yeah. cycling in like a paycheck, you know, or just as much as my paycheck because I get paid from Amazon three days before my other paycheck. So it's always like, which one did better this, uh, this, this last two weeks, Amazon or, or, uh, you know, uh, or my job or whatever. And some, yeah, my goal is, you know, know, my goal is not necessarily to look at the money per se, you know, um, it's just to see growth. Am I doing, you know, better in general this month than I did last month or this month for me, this, you know, the, these last two months have actually been slower for me, you know, cause my back to school was so good. Um, but you know, now I know that for next year. Uh, per, per, Pearl Nini. Yeah. I went to the doctors and got a bunch of meds and stuff. So yeah, definitely, definitely did that. You got a sick boy. 
Yeah. But yeah, yeah. And that's why I said eBay's easy is eBay, you can go to a thrift store and buy a, a shirt for $2 and throw it on your kitchen floor and take a picture of it and list it up and sell it. You know what I mean? On Amazon, you can't do that. It's more technical, more business oriented. And eBay's. Yeah, more- business oriented. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. eBay's it's more, more professional. A garage sale site, like the garage sale site of e commerce. But mm-hmm. I love eBay because I love finding junk and finding rusty stuff and finding all that stuff. That's like more like my passion. Retail arbitrage is not my passion. Um, but it makes money. Amazon's my passion. <laughs> Amazon is not even my passion. My passion is like finding like just crazy old stuff and, you know, and, and vintage concert t-shirts and all that stuff and selling it. But Amazon allows me to do that. Like for me, like just finding products or things at yard sales, it, it could be either or for me. It doesn't have to be one or the other. Like I love, I love RA sourcing just as much as I love yard sale because if I can find an item that, you know, is going to do very well and I can make, you know, sell a hundred of them and, you know, keep grabbing them or, you know, even if it's just a one-time buy of a hundred or whatever, and I can buy them on, they'll sell within a week or a month or whatever the case is. You know, that's, that's, that's what drives me every time I leave the house to go source. I try to find that next like huge string of sales that, you know, I try to keep adding every time I go out. And, and that's why I tell people like, I love like I, I love selling on Amazon because it is like if you treat Amazon like a job, you'll be successful. Like a nine to five job where you wake up, you send in shipments. But I always tell people Amazon allows me to do what I'm passionate about, which is like antiques and collectibles and selling on eBay. That's not really what I'm passionate about. A lot of people don't know that. When I first started my channel, it was all around that stuff. It wasn't even Amazon, it was not even in sight, but I, I picked up Amazon because I realized in order to be full time, if I didn't sell on Amazon, it was going to be really hard. Yeah. Cause it's so scalable. So that, scalable and so quickly scalable. That's exactly my thought was like, if I don't do, if I didn't do Amazon, like I don't, I don't feel that, you know, I could go full time reselling. I just, because not, not because eBay can't be, because there's a ton of people that just do eBay and do full time. I just think it's more, more tough. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, you know, to, 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 get there. to sit there and yeah. bank on, you know, say $5,000 in profit a month or whatever the case is to pay for bills and this, you know, not, not even just to stack it away in my bank or, you know, yeah. whatever, just to make sure my family's taken care of. Because like, yep. I won't do anything to jeopardize that. You know what I mean? Like, no matter what. Like, I won't go to work today and just get fired on pur- purpose or do anything like that or, or you know, send a product in or get me suspended on Amazon. I won't do anything like that or try not to do anything like that because I don't want the effects of them. So, yep. like, you know, for eBay, you know, for the amount of stuff that I've been selling and stuff like that it it did i just don't see that for me at this moment having a chance yeah but you know i, I like ebay and i like uh i like selling i mean i shipped out 20 items yesterday but Yay! That's i've been sick and listing and i'll send an amazon shipments once i get better it's amazon shipments all over again right 
Yeah, I'm excited to send in my shipment for this week. I'm going to work on it this afternoon and tomorrow. So it should be a good one. Yeah, I'm hoping I'm hoping to have like one more like mega shipment before like it really gets too close to Christmas because I want them to have a chance to right. to be there like say like the week before so this way get your pricing right, right. like yeah. that like because I mean like even if something hits after Christmas there's still a lot of great sales after Christmas you know what I mean because well, there, got- there's a lot of gift cards that get given yeah. for oh, yeah for Amazon and stuff and, like that. And most importantly, then you got tax refund season, which yeah. is huge money. Right. That's where, like, I was first seeing my first spike around that time, you know, like uh, around the tax season, you know, people getting their refunds back, like I think the middle of March or whatever. Yep. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was a great time to see, you know, some spikes for me because I had my refund and, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, I had uh, some sales popping up for Amazon and stuff like that too. So, yeah, yeah, Lynn, I am. She said, "I can tell you're hurting today." That's why I was off camera for a little bit. That I was stretching. <laughs> <laughs> this this uh, chair down here kills me. I got like a lumbar one upstairs that mm-hmm. I need to bring down. Oh, I got I I have this one. It's like a a real nice lumbar one, like you're talking about. Yeah. I have an Amazon office upstairs because I got tired of dragging all my Amazon stuff downstairs. Yeah. And so you have I an wow. eBay office and an Amazon office? Yep. One of the awesome. downstairs. I got so tired of sitting in a crappy chair. I went out and mm-hmm. bought like a $200 computer chair. I'm like, I'm done with this stuff. Yeah. And it, it's rough on your back. It hurt. Definitely. I use one of these butt pillows. I'm sitting on one of those right now. Oh my <laughs> gosh. That's funny. Yep. <laughs> Well, we're starting. That's why I'm always like high. We're getting close. We better uh, wrap it up, and uh, I'll do my giveaway for. Award me that gift card. That's been so much fun, guys. Thanks for having us on. I really appreciate you guys coming on. Anytime. I I know I'm kind of speaking for Nate right here, but (laughs) I come on Tuesday or Thursday when I host too. So, absolutely. Yeah, I'll pop on from time to time. It sounds like fun. It'd be fun. Yeah. Just let us know anytime. For sure. We appreciate it. Yeah, and we appreciate you guys having us on. And uh, Well, we can talk after the show and figure out when the next date could be, too. For you sure. see what Gary said, Nate? He said, Nate, you're the man. We're vaping buddies now. <laughs> <laughs> We're vaping buddies. That beard and that vape are like literally going to take you viral, man. Hopefully yeah. one day. That'd be cool. He looks like he looks like a dude that should be working on like uh, American Choppers or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm gonna share my screen here, and we're gonna we're gonna do this giveaway. I've used re or YouTube randomizer. Random That's what I use. Picker. So I'll throw my <laughs> throw my. Uh, That's true, link Gary. So, I do the CBD oil. We'll make sure that there's no duplicate users. 14, and we're going to start the raffle. Pittsburgh, 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 Pittsburgh. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> what? That is crazy. <laughs> That's awesome. And for the win, Pittsburgh. And the oh. winner is Pittsburgh. That is. So what uh, do you win? Well, Anthony, congratulations the- on the win. Yeah. <laughs> he wins a twenty-five dollar gift card of his choice. Heck for yeah. Basically, anywhere I can 
found a gift card. So that's awesome, Anthony. Uh, somehow you got you got to get a hold of me. Somehow I don't know how you're going to get a hold of me. I will say my favorite place is Longhorn Steakhouse. I'm just I love saying. Me Longhorn. That, I, that's I one of the though. Yeah, I love a good outlaw ribeye. It's really good. Dude, why don't we just do this? Rather than you spending money to get a gift card, why don't we just go out to eat next time we tour and you just cover my portion? Aww. You got it. You got it, bud. Cool. That'll, that'll probably be place, like Longhorn Steakhouse. <laughs> yeah. All right, Longhorn Steakhouse. We'll, we'll go. We'll, we'll get some more. Forty-two dollar porterhouse for two. Shannon, I'll meet you there. <laughs> I, hey, if you guys, if you guys come to PA, I mean, I don't know if Marcy does any uh, on the road uh, RA, but not yet. You know, they I know might not cards for next close. year, though. <laughs> Gary says that. Okay, I was pretty close. I was like right on the border of Ohio and PA. Yeah. Yeah, if you guys ever you know come to PA, you know what I mean. Now, uh, you know we can yeah. always get link up and, and hang out or whatever. Yeah, I grew up on the Mason Dixon. I'll hit you on the I'll Maryland you side. Sure we could all go to the bins and then go out to eat or something. Tell, sure. tell you what, Nate, why don't, why don't you do this? Because there's a couple people that have said rigged. I'm sure they're joking, but why don't you run it again and then okay. just give it away to somebody else? Are you sure? Yeah, just yeah. Buy him lunch. Right. And he's still gonna buy you lunch anyway, so don't matter. I, mean, <laughs> I will always receive lunch, but yeah, I'll, I'll buy you lunch anyway. <laughs> right, let me share my cool. screen again. That, that was crazy though. Yeah, because I, I was just like joking for the last week, telling him to sort it by Pittsburgh. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure you guys are kidding. It's cool though. But but now it's gonna pick him again. Probably if it, pick, if it picks me again, then you're gonna get the degeneration X crop. I ran I ran at uh, <laughs> Boom Bigs TV is the winner. So whoever Boom Bigs TV is, make sure to uh, hit me up on Instagram and you will get a twenty five dollar gift nice. card. Heck yeah, twenty five dollar uh, gift card on uh, of your choice. Yeah, it's awesome for you guys to do that. It's um, it's pretty cool. Yeah, and I'll be putting out a video. Like, I'm going to record it today, um, and I'll probably have it out, I don't know, probably by Friday at the latest um, for my 1K giveaway. So I'm going to do uh, a Pittsburgh T-shirt. Tommy and Destiny will ship anywhere in the world. I'll pay for it. Um, and then I'll give, be giving away some uh, probably like $50 eBay store credit and a few other things. Nice. And then we'll give it away either Tuesday or Thursday when I host the morning show next week. That's awesome, Mike. We're uh, we're 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 right by Pittsburgh. Like I'm like Anthony's basically in Pittsburgh. I'm like on the outskirts of Pittsburgh. Like yeah. I'm an, about an hour, or about forty five minutes from. You guys need to come to Pittsburgh and eat some Permani Brothers with me and Nate. Oh, right? that sounds good. I got a Permani's like five minutes from my house. What was it? Italian food. It's going to be lunch from here. You guys keep talking about food. Permanis is like the one of the most famous places you can eat in Pittsburgh. Basically, they have sandwiches that have some kind of lunch meat with some French fries stacked on top, and then coleslaw slapped on top of that. That's yeah. sounds, it's the like a on bread. Mm. That sounds delicious. It's like this yeah. big. Oh my gosh! It's like the most famous place like to eat in Pittsburgh. Yeah, we like, yeah. Pittsburgh. We have more Italian food real close too, though. So if you like Italian food, I can hook you up with that too. Oh, I love Italian. I love all food. Give you spicy meatballs. Anytime recently, besides the last eight days, but 
Do you mind if I repeat a plug in case if anybody missed it earlier? No. Okay. So Shane and I um, do live shows on Tuesdays. We swap channels. Um, if anybody um, who's a reseller is interested on in coming on live with us, whether, you know, just to hang out and chat, ask questions, ask questions from the chat um, to help grow your channel, you know, collab, you know, send us an email at uh, the reseller network at gmail.com. Um, we'd love to have you. We're booking in January right now. Yep. And um, Nate was on our channel a couple weeks ago, and Anthony will be on our channel when again? December the 3rd. 3rd of yeah. December. Um, and, um, and we're taking New Year's. Me and Tommy were just on last week. What's we're that, taking, Shane? We're taking New Year's Eve off, and we're taking Christmas Eve off. Yeah. Yes. For for all you guys that said it was rigged, I, I know you were all just joking. It's no big deal. <laughs> yeah, I made, there's like literally no hard feelings there at all. I made I made sure to check. Uh, it still may have been rigged. One that Lonnie, that Lonnie <laughs> <laughs> Either way, either way, I'm, I'll I'll I'll, uh, I'll still take Anthony out to to dinner because Anthony gets Anthony still gets dinner. It's a winner. Yeah, yeah. Um, the double giveaway. Right, I, I probably just Wait. got a gift card to somewhere I could eat anyway. So you know, yeah. you just upgraded from lunch to dinner somehow. Yeah. yeah. Originally sure. it was just lunch. Now it's dinner. So you get yeah. dinner and help with Amazon FBA. I, I cool will that. say, okay, go to Longhorn and get the outlaw ribeye and encrust it in Parmesan, a Parmesan crust. It's good. It's good. It's good. All right, guys. It's uh it's twelve and I know Dee's yep. live, so we're gonna yep. Shut her down, but thank you all for coming. And thanks, uh, guys, special thanks to our guests, Rising Ground Picker and Marcy, yep. for coming to hang out with us. It was a great two hour show. And thanks for Anthony and Tommy, who, who left a little early, but that's that's okay. It, you know, business and life happens. So he had something scheduled. We usually don't run this long, but we had so much great uh, information. Yeah, how can you so. not do with these guests? I, I tried to I, I tried to start with a with a bang, so this was a great first. Uh, technically, my first like live show that I did. The other one was a hangout, but that was like a test run for me. So uh, we do Thank appreciate you, you guys having us on. It was a lot of fun though for me too. So yeah, yeah absolutely. Sure. I love talking to Amazon and stuff like that. So absolutely. But we're gonna cut it, cut it here, guys. Uh, thanks for coming and tuning in and. We'll see you here next Wednesday on my channel for the Entrepreneurs. Yep. Tomorrow we'll be online. Later, everybody. See you guys.